The following program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Beach Corner with Diana Chickie is sponsored by Exchanging Vows Bridal Boutique in Collingwood, Ontario. Visit exchangingvowsbridalboutique.com for all your wedding and formal wear needs. Hi, I'm Sawyer Bullock and you are listening to Beach Booster Radio. I'm Diana Chicky with Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio, your backstage pass for all your entertainment. At 22, he has written for magazines, lectured at universities and high schools, and conducted workshops at conferences on the topics of magic, art, entrepreneurship, and philosophy. Our very own talented local, Sawyer Bullock, is backed by popular demand to perform a magic show at the Collingwood Historic Gaty Theatre on Wednesday, August the 15th at 2pm. Sawyer hosted his own TV show, Up My Sleeve, on Rogers TV, where he surprised strangers young and old. He recently travelled to Asia as a teacher and got an opportunity to showcase his magic to some of the locals. In the fall, he is pursuing a master degree in philosophy at Ryerson University in Toronto. I caught up with Sawyer after his performance at the Village at Blue, where he shares his new material and upcoming family magic show. You're listening to Beach Corner, brought to you by Exchanging Val's Bridal Boutique in Collingwood on Beach Booster Radio, with Saga Beaches only, truly local radio. Hi, I'm Andrew McNeil, Director of Economic Development and Tourism of Wasaga Beach, and you're listening to Beach Booster Radio. Welcome back to Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio. Back by popular demand, our Sawyer Bullock will be bringing his family magic show on Wednesday, August 15th at 2 p.m. at the Historic Gaty Theatre in Collingwood. Joining me in the studio is our magician extraordinaire, Sawyer Bullock. So nice to see you again. Nice to be back. I watched you over the years honing your craft, and I must say you never cease to amaze me as you continue to develop your skills. Apart from having performed in Las Vegas, the Dominican Republic, Blue Mountain, and Canada's Wonderland, to name a few, you've had your own TV show, Up My Sleeve, on Rogers TV, where Mm -hmm. you surprise strangers, young and old. Mm -hmm. How have you enjoyed being a host? I have enjoyed it a lot. It was a growing experience. So we did it over three summers. And I remember the first summer working in front of a camera. It's very different. It's not as personal as engaging with someone there. So it was engaging with people, but the performance was focused on being visual, visually accessible for viewers at home. So keeping two things in mind at the same time was new, but it's very good because now whenever I want to film things, I'm comfortable in front of the camera. But it's great. I loved it. So I hear you recently went to Asia as a teacher and Mm -hmm. performed magic for some of the locals. Can you elaborate? Yeah. So I went from May and a bit of June to a couple different countries overseas. And I went first as a teacher helping with English, but word got out very quickly that I was also a magician. And so wherever we went, uh, we would get stopped. And people, one person said, we were walking down the street and some government officials came and said, we hear there is one with you who has magical powers. 
And I said, yes, that's me. And I, I did shows for them. But it was really good because it's a whole different culture. And I'm getting dropped in the middle. And it's very interesting what is the same and what is different. Like the, the sense of humor overseas was identical to Canadian humor from what I've seen. Uh, very receptive, warm people. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Great. So how was the experience working overseas mm-hmm. in other countries? It was good. It was very good. I loved the food. It was about a 12-hour time difference, so your first day over there is fun. It's very interesting being wide awake at 4 in the morning. Oh, I but bet. It, was good. it wasn't my first time overseas, but it was my first time in Asia. And so that was amazing to see because I live in Toronto, and you can go into Chinatown there, and I think I know what Chinese food is like. And then you go to Beijing, and... It, it blows your mind, some of the stuff. The flavor is totally new. It's amazing. I loved it. What an incredible experience to mm-hmm, have. Mm-hmm. Uh, last time we spoke, you were in your fourth year at Tinsdale University, majoring in philosophy. Mm-hmm. So what are you doing now? So I finished that degree in May, and I'm going back for more school. Ooh. I will be doing a master's in philosophy at Ryerson University, right downtown, focusing on analytic philosophy it's just a style but that's what I'll be doing I'm doing more and shows still full time in the summers and usually evenings and weekends in the city wow you keep a busy schedule Mm. so have you performed since grade four how has your shows evolved over the years yeah I was thinking about this last night I got asked to perform my first 90 minute show and I've never done a performance that long before and I was terrified going into it would I be able to keep an audience's attention that long would I get tired and whatnot I remember doing my first hour-long show and it felt like a marathon and when I was performing last night I got to the 60 minute mark and I noticed that I wasn't tired and that the momentum of the show wasn't slowing down and that my audience was fully engaged and I kept going and did the 90 minute show and at the end it was It was still going, full pace. Felt like I could have gone longer. Everyone, they stood up, they loved it. It was a full ovation. People weren't pittering till the end. It finished like... Like when you 2 or Bruce Springsteen, when these guys do 90 minutes, it's nothing to them. And I felt that as a performer, I've developed both the, the stamina as an entertainer and the quality of material that I now have 90 minutes of material that I can do. Wow. So it was, it was weird to notice that while it was happening. I was conscious of it. This feels different than how this, pardon me, how this would have been two years ago. Yeah, so I'm getting better and the material's becoming more worked in and refined. I guess in that way, it's more personable. When you see a, a comedian who's been performing the same set for 10 years, every second is tight. There's nothing that isn't funny. There's no dead moments. Whenever you see a comedy special, you're seeing that at its peak after they've done the full tour. So I feel like a lot of the material now that's coming out is well worked in and every moment's tight. And speaking about material, where do you draw your inspiration in creating these Mm -hmm. material? So lately it's been from two places. One, watching comedians. A comedian goes up with a stool and a water bottle and they do 90 minutes and it goes by. It feels like it's a heartbeat. And so they are fully entertaining without hiding behind any props or any facades. They are themselves and thinking, okay, I wish my magic was that good. You feel like you know the person. That and watching 
high-end chefs. There's this thing on Netflix called Chef's Table. In every episode, they show another high-end chef from New York or Tokyo or Korea. Um, and they're all so different, or Italy, and seeing how they approach the craft, which has certain rules and constraints, right? It has to taste good and there's certain recipes, but then there's all this other room for creative freedom. And I found that similar to magic in that there's certain techniques and certain tricks and underlying traditions, but there is room for perhaps expression. And you can see when it's sincere and when it's not. When someone's trying to be creative for its own sake, I've found that novelty is a bad standard. But when someone is being themselves, that's perhaps more true. That's like taking a rock and you're going to put a bow on it and make it different, or you're going to chisel it down and make a sculpture. Are you going to show what's actually there, or are you going to try and pretty yourself up so you stand out just for being different? So thinking about those things as I go through and try to make material. Is this what I like, or is this what I think would look cool because I've seen other people do it? Yeah. Wow, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Hard, hard discussions to have with yourself because you've got to be brutally honest. <laughs> That's incredible. Very yeah. good. Well, joining me in the studio is magician Sawyer Bullock. You're listening to Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio. Is your new or existing business looking for recognition in Wasaka Beach? Beach Booster Group is your one-stop shop for all things local, all things promotional. Beach Booster will succeed in creating a complete local promotional package that can include high-profile outdoor, print, and radio promotion of your business and services. Beach Booster's community events offer additional opportunity for visible participation of your company in the Wasaka Beach area. Beach Booster Promotions also specializes in all types of promotional products and apparel to help you create your local and professional profile. Contact us at info at beachbooster.com or call 705-241-9762. We are local. We are Wasaga Beach. We are Beach Booster. Welcome back to Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio with my guest, Sawyer Bullock. So, Sawyer, you were scheduled to perform at the Collingwood Historic Gaty Theatre on Wednesday, August 15th at 2 p.m. What Mm. can we anticipate? Well, it is explicitly a family show. Um, So it is material that is engaging enough for someone who is four years old all the way up to grandma and grandpa in that way. So things are funny, they're interactive, and they're visual. Uh, what to expect? Expect new material. Expect things that you haven't seen before if you've seen me everywhere else in the Georgian Triangle. I'm working on, I'll give you an example. I make a bowling ball appear oh. or fire comes out of my shoe. I'm working on a piece where something floats and people appear out of it. Uh, large scale illusions as well. Oh, wow. So expect new things. Yes. Oh my goodness. Wow, sounds really fun. Mm. So what type of performances you would like to create in the future? So... I have an idea, not so much of what I want to do, but who I want to be. Kind of as we touched on before with with the cooking show or with a great musician, you see them producing something that is not only, you don't think, wow, you're clever, but you empathize with something real or true. So I want to create things that I'm proud of and resonate with people regardless of the magic. An interesting exercise to go through is to think, what if I was performing for a room full of people that knew how my trick was being done or other magicians. So the secret 
is not the most valuable part of the show. The puzzle isn't the valuable part. What else would you put in there to make them care about it besides like, haha, try and figure this out, right? Because then you're invincible. Even if they figure it out, that doesn't matter. You're still golden or they don't even want to figure it out. Penn and Teller did stuff like that. The tall guy and the short guy, they would teach some of their tricks and they would teach it and you would sit there and you would feel this weird thing like, I'm not any less entertained. They pull the rug out from under you and you're sitting there and you don't know what to do. So that's that's what I think of when I try to create stuff. So at 22, you mm. have written for magazines, lectured at universities and high schools and ran workshops at conferences on the topics of magic, art, entrepreneurship and philosophy. Mm. Like this is quite an accomplishment. It sounds good. That's <laughs> the highlights though. Mm. So is there something you wish to add to this list? Hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to find a way to bridge because all those things you said were more with the the critical thinking, philosophy, academic side. I've got academic Sawyer and then there's Sawyer that you see when I'm doing my shows at the Gaiety. And I'm trying to find a natural way that those fields would, would bridge. Um, not lecturing during a magic show or doing card tricks at a university, but I'm trying to find a natural way and somehow that this could be of benefit to other people and I still don't know yet and it's half-baked but I'm feeling very um, unsatisfied by the idea of just doing shows forever just coming in and coming out doing the birthday parties and going I'm looking for something something bigger than myself and some way to give back and I don't want quick easy answers but those are the hard questions that I'm thinking through because I am young right I got hopefully another 60 years ahead oh, of me for sure so um how can I make this more meaningful in that way and I don't know but I'll tell you when I got it well it's a stay tuned yeah of course a stay tuned so after your show at the historic Gaty theater what's mm. next for soil so I will be doing a master's degree in the fall at Ryerson and Hopefully, I want to get some type of regular show going in Toronto, something either monthly or weekly at, I don't know if it would be, um, there's a couple entertainment centers there or a swankier restaurant, but I'm looking to get a regular show that is close up. So like 10, 15 people after a nice meal, you're all sitting around the table. I sit down and I do a full hour of magic three feet from your eyes. I've been working in that direction because I have the hour-long stage show and I have the quick close-up stuff, but I want the depth of a stage show with the intimacy of close-up magic. So that's what I'm also working towards. Mm -hmm. So where can we find more information? My website, SawyerBullock.com. I'm on Facebook and YouTube and Twitter. Uh, check all that out. But my Facebook and my website are the main ways to keep updated with me. Well, thank you, Sawyer, for being my guest. It's always a pleasure to have you on the show and wishing you continued success. Thank you so much. You're listening to Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this break. You are listening to Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's truly local radio, broadcasting directly from the world's longest freshwater beach. Well, this is a wrap for me. I would like to thank Sawyer Bullock for being my guest and wishing him continued success. Be sure to check out his Collingwood Family Magic Show on Wednesday, August the 15th at 2 p.m. at the Historic Gaty Theatre. For tickets, go to tickets.ticketwise.com. And for more information on Sawyer, visit SawyerBullock.com and his Facebook and Twitter pages. With Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio, I'm Diana Chickie. 
Beach Corners broadcast every Tuesday at 10 a.m. and 8 p.m. and also available on podcast anytime from our new Beach Booster Radio podcast page. Simply click the podcast button from our homepage to enjoy unique and local programming. Beach Corner is also a regular feature in Beach Booster Publication and now available on Wasaga Beach TV. If you would like to be featured on Beach Corner, please contact Diana at beachbooster.com. I welcome your visit to my Facebook and Twitter pages. Bye-bye, everyone. The preceding program is a production of Beach Booster Radio, written, recorded, and produced in Wasaga Beach, Ontario. We thank you for listening to Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's only locally owned and operated radio station. We are local. We are Wasaga Beach. We are Beach Booster. Hi, this is Brian Smith, Mayor of the Town of Wasaga Beach, and you're listening to Beach Booster Radio.